Okay, where is the damn cursor? I don't even know what you're doing. Get you some friends first. I don't. Hello, and welcome to an all-new episode of Men and Women Talk, the Mars Venus Show. My name is Kente, all the way live from Los Angeles, California, and this is episode number 154. I am joined by my wonderful, beautiful co-host, the one and only Shannon. How are you doing, Shannon? I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. I, like I said, I feel good. Um, life is beautiful right now. You know, it's for me personally. Life is good. Okay. That's awesome. And we're also joined by a young lady. I'm so glad. This is the first time I've had her on the show. Uh, the one in the front Kedra. How are you doing, Kedra? I'm doing great. And Kedra, you are, I mean, you do so many things. So you're a writer as well, filmmaker. What What? What else? Poet. Shout out to the poets. Okay. You need to be in our writer's group. You need to be in our writer's group. I do, I do. Um, I'm just all around. I just love creativity. Yeah. We actually, we did a show a couple of weeks. Uh, uh, what was it? Like uh, being with a creative person or something like that. Yeah. So dating a creative person. And all the, yeah. the interesting things that come with it. But tonight mm-hmm. we're talking about securing the bag. Mm-hmm. Securing the bag in a relationship. So... That can mean so many things. And um, this past weekend was the NFL draft. And we, <laughs> and we saw a couple of uh, in- interesting situations. I normally don't, we normally don't talk about like stuff in the media because I feel like it, it dates the shows. But yeah. this thing kind of relates to kind of what we want to talk about. So there's, there was a couple of incidents that happened uh, during the draft. There's the, the I believe his name was Isaiah Wilson. Um, they show him getting drafted by the Tennessee Titans, and he's mm-hmm. you know he's emotional. This brother, and he's um you know he's you know he's overcome with emotion, right? Because this is like the biggest moment in his life. And um, so his girlfriend, um, who is a, a Caucasian young lady, she um, just puts her arms around him and you know basically covers him up for the cameras and dude's mom like yanks her off, the, off his leg. Yeah. <laughs> okay and I was, mess with a black mama oh. i mean it's not about that nobody in a right mind with any good sense would have sat in his lap hogged up his moment knowing that he's being filmed and we are in a pandemic so he is not nowhere where he can be out in the limelight on a stage or anything like that. He is virtually showcasing that he was chosen, but the only person you see is her newly bleached hair and her white jersey. Like, ma'am, I'm gonna need you to go sit over there and blow him air kisses while he gets his ten seconds of fame. Okay, let him have it. Yeah, it it was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. Um, and you know, there was a lot of criticism of the mother and whatnot and. And then there was also criticism of the young lady. I don't, I don't know what her name is. Don't care. Uh, <laughs> so Apparently, social media, you don't call her Karen. Mm. <laughs> but I thought that was, a, that was a funny moment. And also, there was another, another moment with this guy named CeeDee Lamb, who was um, drafted by the 
the uh, Dallas Cowboys. And so he's sitting there, you know, and they showing him on TV as he's finding out he's about to get drafted. And uh, he, his girlfriend is a sister, very pretty girl. And um, he has two phones. So he's on one phone talking to whoever, and he has the second phone. And then she picks up the second phone, and he just snatches it from her hand, <laughs> you know. Well, on the phone with the Cowboys. Right. And his trying to FaceTime him on his other phone, according to her. She was just trying to answer it. Yeah. However, comma, caveat, it is his moment. I'm going to need you not to snatch his phone. Sit down. Be cute. Don't miss your opportunity to secure the bag moving forward. Because his mama and him was like, man, you're done. <laughs> you're done. <laughs> you know, look, if you've been broke your whole life. Listen. You, uh-huh. No, I'm just. I'm, oh, okay. The, like, if you've been broke your whole life and um, you, you know, something like this, you work so hard. And then now you're going to become a multimillionaire. You're going to have people around you, some in your family, uh, people that you sleep with or potentially date. That's going to be looking at you as their lottery ticket as well. They ain't tackled anybody or scored a touchdown, but they're going to try to have access to your funds. And if you're a young lady and you start dating this guy, who, you know, was in college, a broke college kid. Now he gets drafted to the league. You can't help to be thinking, like, I done came up, you know? Yeah. And, you know, all of a sudden, those birth control pills become Tic Tacs. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Con- them Trojans start looking like Swiss cheese. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's definitely different tactics that... Uh, one thing I heard was uh, there's this uh, method um, where, okay, I'm going to say how I found out about it. There's a guy who wanted to come up with an incinerator. And what it is is, so what happens is there's a thing called sperm jacking. And it's like you have sex, you have protected sex with a wealthy man. And what you do is he you know, he uses a condom, he does his business in the condom, and he throws it in the trash, right? So retrieve it out the trash. They retrieve it out the trash and take his uh, ooey gooey, uh, <laughs> you know, and uh, and and deals with it. And that's a way that some women have been securing it back. You know, that's not illegal, by the way. Mm. It's a moral fail, right? Yeah, but, but I, you got to explain to your child. I'm a sperm. I'm a sperm thief. Like, you know, why all of a sudden you starting to still use condom sperm for your coochie gremlin? <laughs> all right, I'm going to let that one go. Well, you know, Clearly, I've been healed from that. I'm going to let it go. Go ahead. That's evil, right, to do that? It's but, horrible. But... Blake Griffin, who was on the Clippers, now now he's on the Detroit Pistons. He got someone pregnant, and uh, he pays something like a hundred thousand dollars a month child support. A hundred thousand dollars a month. I can totally understand why somebody would sperm jack. <laughs> you know, that's a lot of money. It is child. a lot of money, but I think we <laughs> live in a, 
where people that's all they that's all they good for mm-hmm. like they see you for dollars and cents they they aren't looking for you know trying to understand what your character or your soul or your heart is like the only thing they worried about is your portfolio your mm-hmm. practice the sports and your pocketbook because that is what's going to help them be successful being attached to you in any form or fashion whether it's a kid we just slept together we in a relationship we got all these insta likes all these you know facebook controversies Black Twitter lovers, whatever the case is, it's ridiculous. It's too much. And then people look at that with the hashtag relationship goals, and now everybody wants to do that too. Like, we don't want to build nothing. We want to just be in ready-made relationship. Like um, Stephon Jackson, when he left his baby mama at the altar, because she would not sign the prenup. And I that understand part. that. I understand. Like he said, he said it clearly. I worked so hard. Nobody was in that gym with me. Nobody spent all these hours. And he said, I take care of a lot of people. And I'm not going to marry her unless she signs this prenup. Left yeah. but then crying. Then yeah, after that, she wanted to it. sign it. She wanted to sign it. He said, no, I was born at night, but not last night. Then Absolutely. he signed it under duress. Right. And then it can get thrown out. But see, That's the conversation right. was had before we got to the wedding day. So... When I read that article and listened to him talk about it on his video, it made sense to me. Like, if we're having a conversation about it and you agree to this, because a prenup is something you agree to anyway, which is why it's drawn up in the first. And so if you don't agree to it, do not wait until the day we're going to say I do to throw this curveball. Because I'm going to say I don't. And I'm going to go party like it's 1999 without you. Exactly. Um, I mean, even if you sign up. So, I mean, it's his money. He just spent it. It done went down the trash. You tripping. Now you done got a pastor that you ain't never met before on mm-hmm. the street. Somebody else who telling you why you need to sign a prenup and da 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 da. Sir, I don't know you. And nothing short of the coming of Jesus Christ is going to stop me from getting this prenup signed. So if you don't want her to sign it, you marry her. <laughs> I'm about to go do something else. Mm. I understood. I felt that in my shot. No, 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 no. I was like, okay, bro. Okay, I felt it. I was like, he right. He right. Mm. Yeah, um, I mean, even if you sign a prenup, I mean, you're not, you're going to get something. You know, if more than likely, you're going to get something. You're not going to I mean, uh, she said that uh, in the chat room, Steph says that Chris Bosch's daughter, uh, mother, I mean, baby's mother is on uh, welfare or his ex-wife or something like that. I don't know anything about that case, but I, I would like I to look that, look that up. But, um, but um, yeah, I don't know. I think as, as the person with the money, you have to be, you know, you have to protect yourself. You can't, do. You can't be out there willy-nilly, you know, sleeping with everything and uh you know what i'm saying and, and then also future right and then also <laughs> also when you decide who's gonna be your wife you gotta be with somebody that really cares about you mm-hmm. now people can't misrepresent themselves of that's for sure but i don't know if you do your due diligence right i think you can really you know, I, th- I, th- I mean, what are they? Lo- what are? What is it that they're going after? 
to decide who they're going to marry. Well, a lot of people don't marry for what we would consider the right reasons. And of course, you could say everybody's right reason is different. But the the bare foundation or core principles of what marriage is built upon, um, people aren't marrying for that. People aren't marrying on the vows that they take, for better or for worse, and rich and in poor and sickness. And they aren't marrying for those things. They're marrying because you look good on paper. They're marrying because you can take me up the success ladder. They are marrying because I'll never have to work again. Um, all I got to do is give you all these babies. I mean, because we can mm-hmm. hire a man and a tutor and travel the world and be on our yacht all summer. Um, right. You know, people aren't necessarily marrying because they want to do the work. People are looking forward to weddings, but not marriages. That's and right. So, unfortunately, we aren't having the conversations about doing the work you know there there is a camp of people who talk about it you know especially like in you know christian conversations and then people who are relationship based who believe in the sanctity of marriage who will talk about doing the work but most people just trying to smash you know look good take a couple of pictures put up a couple of hashtags get some paid partnership on the gram um get all these surgeries listen we live in a culture where it's, we, we do things for likes and applause and not to show people that we're growing, we're building, we're advancing our legacy, whether it's our children or people who come beside us and saying, I believe in marriage is because of y'all. Mm-hmm. All right. She said, I believe yes. in the same. Yes. Hilarious. Um, okay. Yes. So I want to... Uh, I want to talk about this from both ways, right? So if you are, let's say, Shannon, you have, hello? Sorry. Yeah, we're good. Okay, that's weird. Hello? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just, I don't know. My audio just went kapooey for a second. All right. So Shannon, Kedra, you have a son. Mm -hmm. Right? I do. Oh, yeah, huh? I don't even have to. I mean, for you, it's real. Um, And let's say they're about to go to the NFL, NBA, whatever. What are you talking to them about as far as um, I I, I would expect that you are having this conversation way before that. But what are you talking to them about, about, you know, um, women and, you know, decisions that they're going to be making going forward? Go for it, Kedra. Well, Luckily for my son, he already knows about women because he be schooling me. He be like, yeah, I'm not talking to so-and-so. She's a thought. I don't have time for that. You know, and he wants a particular type of woman because and I may not be religious, but my son, he goes to church all the time. He's real heavily in the church. So, you know, he he's not green as far as, even though he's in the church, he's not green as far as relationships. He knows what it consists of. I tell him what to look for. You know, you need to look at, look at her heart. See if she wants you for you. Even if you got money, play broke and see how, see how long she lasts around, you know, do little, do little things to see. And then also, if you feel like she's the one, give it a chance because the truth will come shining through sooner or later. Mm. You got to take a gamble if you want love. Mm. Yes. All of us. It's all of us. I mean, and anybody who's a good parent, um, is going to want to protect their children, not yeah. be overbearing 
and not suffocate or smother them, but give them the resources and the tools and the wisdom that they have as parents. Because we, you know, once you've lived long enough, you know something. Um, mm-hmm. Just to guide them or give them the direction that they need so that they, when they're out on their own, when they've left the nest, you know, they can be successful and, you know, encompassing the ability to make sound decisions or mess up and learn from them and make different decisions in the process. Um, But if I had a son and he was going to the NFL, the NBA, wherever, you know, Major League Baseball, it don't matter. I would say do not let a coochie jack up your contract. That's right. Because at the end of the day, they can trade you because she's not the representative that they're looking for. Is that That's happening? Um, or you can make the boss moves that you need to make because they signed you. And if you want to make this a long-term career of yours, you want to make some sound decisions. And that means you might have to put some people at a distance, not because you don't want to be with them, but because where you are right now requires your undivided attention. And if she can't understand that, then she ain't the one. And everybody can't travel with your success. That's true. I mean, that's so true. That is Sometimes that information requires you to let some people go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've I've definitely had to let people go. Uh, and, and it's not always romantic situations, but, you know, sometimes you just outgrow people. You know what I mean? So, Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, and you know. it's, it's only at the top. The higher you get up, the less people can travel with you. Mm-hmm. They're not going to understand that it's about something greater than them. Because then they're going to make it about them. Well, why you didn't mention me or why you didn't help me? It's not about you. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Kedra, you are a woman who, uh, you know, who's out there as far as, uh, you know, you have a lot of things going, a lot of irons in the fire. Um, how do you find someone as far as, uh, uh, relationship wise that can kind of measure up to what you got popping right now it's not happening <laughs> unless it's another artist that can kind of understand me but then they're so self-absorbed so right now i'm just kind of in my own lane mm. so that's, that's what i'm at so like i mean um what do you um what do you mean exactly by that um let's say like I have a friend um, I call him Mr. Columbia okay (laughs) and so we 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 plan dates together you know we eat we do stuff blah 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 but we're not in a relationship because I don't see myself being with him in a relationship but he's good as a friend Mm. oh wow uh, Stephanie, I don't see you in the chat room. This uh, you might want to refresh, because I don't see her in the chat room, but I see her typing though. You're either, but I see her comment. Right, right. So you might just need to refresh. It's like okay, um, okay. So we talked about this. So he's, um, we were talking about this. Uh, I don't know if it was on the show or it might have been on a show I was guesting on, but we were talking about um how women will have like guys who are there she go i see her now um guys who are uh they feel purposes right some guys you know the guy that you can get money from you know 
who let's talk about it on previous shows, not right. necessarily a current one. Right. Um and um so he sounds like a guy I call the notebook friend. <laughs> I mean, it's not necessarily a money thing with him. It's just uh we spend quality time together. Right, the notebook guy. No, he's yeah, the notebook guy. The guy that together. you'll watch the notebook with. You know, and yeah. yeah, the the we guy the, we watch all the um Mexican mafia films together. We we gangsters. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but but here's the problem with it is that that uh, I mean it depends on what he wants, right? He wants a relationship, I imagine. Somewhere he might, I guess. Yeah, I don't he, ask him. he does. You know, he does. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it, it basically it sucks for him because he's wanting. You know, more of it. So he's going to sit there and watch these movies with you and do all this stuff. And, um, you know, and all he is to you, to him, he's like a puppy, you know? He's like a little puppy. He's just like, oh, you know? And then you, you know, when um, that, that guy, that the, the slick guy comes through, you know? The guy that uh, makes your heart go like this. I don't even know if that's going to come through because I, don't, I haven't seen that in a long time. That makes my heart pat up. Well, but that's what you want, though. You want that guy that you're passionate about. That guy I don't that... know if he exists. He exists. He exists. He exists. Not in no Jacksonville, but he exists. <laughs> you know what? He doesn't exist because you say that. Like, you are manifesting what you are getting. So until you change that idea, I mean, he doesn't exist because he, he doesn't exist to her. Is this a guy that on site you think that you'll be attracted to, or is it after you get to know him, then he'll you'll feel that? After I get to know him, I don't do I don't do physical stuff because that that will lead you down a road so dark. Going by, ooh, he looked good. Nah, it's got to be his heart. Yep. Really, his heart. But the the his, notebook guy mind. got a great heart, but he don't do it for you though. In the mind, it's got to be the mind too. You might have the heart, but if you don't have both of those those conjunctions together, it's not going to work. I'm going to get bored. Okay, so what? That's a great thing. Okay, I'm gonna read this comment and then I'm gonna get to that. I usually need to get to know people, but uh, their looks do catch my eye. Okay, oh, of course. so what gets you? What is boring to you though? What is boring to me? Boring to me is a man that's just one track. Hmm. Okay. Like, um, he just wants to, um, watch TV or he doesn't Netflix and chill every, every, all the time. No, yeah. Okay. Okay. I like some, some spontaneity. I want to, come on, let's go skydiving. Let's go horseback riding. Oh, let's hell go do no. something fun. Not no skydiving. Talk about that plane, baby. Skydiving. No, no. What's up, D? Uh, so I horse ride. Horse, I forget you from the south. That's right. So that's so horse riding. That's out here. There ain't no women asking you to do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't, I ain't never met no girl from Cali talking about let's go horse ride riding. You know, let's go horseback riding. Let's no. go, go saddle up. No, okay. So you want to skydive? Or you know what? I'd be like this. This is what it, this, this would be. If some chick was like. Let's go skydiving. I'll be like, we go to the place, and then she'll get on that plane, and I'll be on the ground. I'm like, go ahead, girl. You have to have to take a class before you do it. Yeah, yeah. I, I had that type of date before. It was, it's really nice. I'm That's good. Cool. I'm good. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, 
your friend Melissa, right? Yeah. Okay, she's saying uh, our community has a bunch of hurt people, so I think the conversation needs to start with healing ourselves. And uh, oh, absolutely. Yes, and Sam says marriage is a joke now. The entertainment business makes uh, millions of dollars off of creating dating and marriage shows. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Cali isn't the Wild West. Uh, not Los Angeles, California. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in some uh some of the other parts of Cali, but uh, nah, we ain't we ain't riding no horses and shit. You know, that's uh y'all y'all used to ride horses the wild wild west. So yeah, in the eighteen hundreds. <laughs> this is two thousand twenty, girl. <laughs> yeah, country of Cali. Yeah, nah. I mean Cali, yeah, but Los Angeles is not it's like they people from Atlanta say, I'm not from Georgia, I'm from Atlanta. <laughs> you know. I'm not, you yeah. know, it's like I'm from Los Angeles. It's way different than other parts of, of Cali. Of course. So. Of course. I want to touch base on, uh, was it my Lisa? Mm-hmm. Um, about the uh, hurt in the community and healing ourselves. I think that's a heavy conversation that we have to be willing to have, especially since you have people within the community who can be Mm-hmm. Um, you have people in the community who believe Jesus is the only answer. Um, and then people who don't really about it, they sit under the rug, not have any conversations, or don't even know they have trauma that they need to unpack. And so I am a, a supporter of healing yourself whole because I don't believe that broken people should be in relationships um, with whole people. Um, it, it just it, it it's a recipe for disaster. And You're right. Cutting You're right. people up, and so we create these domino effects and wonder why we keep having a residual of broken people because people aren't doing the work, but they're getting into other relationships and breaking more people. And so, yes, we have to do our light work, um, whatever that looks like: support group counseling, therapist, um, staging, aligning your chakras. Praying, meditating, yoga, weed, whatever you use as your therapy, alternative medicine, etc. And then once you've done that, you have to find another person who's done their light work and enter into a safe space and a sacred space with that person to begin the process of a healthy relationship. Because if you guys aren't talking about it, communicating effectively and comprehending what you're communicating it's just going to be, you're going to keep running in circles and we're going to keep having these jacked up relationships and people aren't going to face their demons, do the work and mm-hmm. running around looking ragged and saying, Oh, I wish everybody would just do the work and hurt people, hurt people. Like all these cliches, we hold and hug cliches. Like they're here for everything. And then not, you gotta do the work. You mm-hmm. gotta put the effort. And I think that's what happened with me. I really gave my heart to this guy. And now this man is much older, you know, I'm thinking he's older, it might be a better relationship. No, he wants to be a player at 60. I'm oh. like, I can't do it. I can't do it. What? Oh, no. What else yeah, is- he want to be Playboy. He, he's, I'm, I'm looking on Facebook. He is uh, Africa with some other chick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a whole other story. That might be a whole movie right there. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. Wait, 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 wait. It's not cheating if it's in the motherland. <laughs> <laughs> See, 
don't perpetuate that foolishness. He's a uh, he's he, okay. he's trying to get to know his roots, his roots. No, yeah, America too. They both went over there. Oh shit! <laughs> He's sixty. He was probably delirious. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't realize. He, he didn't realize. He, oh man! He, you've got his spectacles. In Africa, there are tribes that let you sleep with their wives as a welcome gift. Oh shoot! Oh, oh. man, that mm. is a hell of a welcome gift. Take me, wife. That's a little too much for me. Yeah, I'm gonna move my husband out the way and be like, "You could try if you want to. You can stay right here." Okay, and be pushing Daisy because you're gonna be under the ground. All right, so we talked about the guys having the bag. What about when the woman got the bag? Kedra, we know Kedra got that bag. It's been <laughs> it's been well documented that Shannon got the bag. Lies. Hey, little K. Bobby, don't Ste- do that. Stephanie got the bag times ten, so I know she's a, a target as well. Guys will target. Uh, she said, "No, I don't." Uh, Thank you. So, Kedra. So it's uh, it's quite funny when men think you have money. That part. Yeah, that part. It, it, it's a whole different ball game. So and they put on the the oh they put on some they put on some airs thinking they're gonna get with you and you're gonna get. Can we curse? I don't. I don't. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. We grown. Okay. <laughs> thinking you're gonna get dickmatized. Because some women do. They get digmatized. I was just talking to somebody today. This, this chick came into like a couple hundred thousand. And she started messing with this guy. Came his way. Talking about, I just want to show him appreciation. Come to find out he had a whole wife. Ooh, a whole <laughs> wife. Not even a half a wife. What's up, Curtis? Wow. Yeah. A whole Don't wife. So, but he did what he had to do to get the bag from her. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He hey, was her boyfriend for the time being. The wife might have been in on it, too. Like, baby, get that the paper. On it <laughs> oh, shit. She found out later on Facebook. You know, everybody find out on Facebook. Wow. That is, man, that is a great couple, though, if you think about it. A, a family that schemes together stays together? They, <laughs> and then after they got the bag, they moved to Atlanta. I want, you know, I want to be a fly on the wall when they hatched this plan. You know, when they were sitting back, they were like, all right, baby, uh, we need to use your, she's like, I want to, we need to use your penis to, uh, up, to get, our, get us up the social ladder. And if you come across the wrong one and you end up with your brain splattered on the wall. Hey, oh, Melvin. Okay. Some people don't want women that are really emotional and they might just snap. You've watched snap before. I'm, I'm not. Hmm. So, Kedra. Okay, so a guy who's enterprising, who's looking for a woman who, of of substance, of uh, stature, you know, he might be at the, you're from the South, so the Piggly Wiggly or wherever it is that you guys go in the South. <laughs> Piggly Wiggly? You talk about South Carolina now. <laughs> Florida is, is what are we in Georgia? Uh, what, what, oh, Bojangles? Uh, Publix. <laughs> oh, Publix. Okay. So you at the Waffle House? <laughs> wherever, like, the, the uppity... Black... I like IHOP. I'm sorry. Where's the Waffle uppity... Where, where do the uppity black people go in Jacksonville? They go to places like Red Lobster. Um, Dang, they Red Lobster is, 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 is balling? The Red Lobster is balling because they got the prices pretty high now. They go to Ruth Chris. Ruth Chris Steakhouse because... That's like really upscale. You know, you got to spend, you're not walking out there spending less than 300 on a plate. So, oh, wow. Dang, you can impress. So, 
You can impress the chick by taking her to uh to to uh Red Lobster. Hey, them cheddar bay biscuits be on point. Oh wow. Okay. Okay. Beyonce made it popular. So Ruth Chris. (laughs) Ruth Chris. Ruth Chris. It's a restaurant, right? Yes. So you're there, Ruth Chris, with one of your homegirls, and this enterprising brother, right? He looks over, and he goes, "I know that girl got money." I know she's some status. So he's waiting for your your girl to, you know, go to the bathroom, pot on her nose. And then he slides over to your table. And he's all like, how you doing? <laughs> and I'm be like, okay, how are you? And he starts making his move. Right? Because, you know, Kedra, you, you know, like I said, you're a woman of substance. You keep yourself... You know, top notch, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so, what do you do when uh, you get approached like that? Uh, maybe not that specific scenario, but a scenario much like it. Well, first of all, they're gonna be sadly disappointed. That's the first step. <laughs> and then, um, if he's looking to to ride off my coattails to get what he need to get, he barking up the wrong tree. Because first of all, I don't even want a man like that. We can build together. That's not a problem because I'd rather build together. But, nah. If I'm not a gold digger, I definitely don't want a gold digger. What if, what if he said, look, he breaks it down to you. He's like, we'll look at what we both can bring to the table. And he says, you bring intelligence. You bring great work ethic. You know, your success. Right? You have all of that. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I bring uh, more than uh, uh, more than grade A penis, <laughs> and I and I and I can fix a leaky pipe <laughs> every once in a while. I can, fix my, I can fix a leaky pipe too. So, <laughs> I mean, first of all, if he said, "What did I walk like into?" That, it's over anyway because he doesn't want to know who I am. He wants. To, he doesn't want to know my story. He doesn't want to know anything about me. He just want to know what we can do right off the rip. No, you need to take time to try to know me as a human being, as a person. What type of morals do I have? You know, so he got to go. No, it's, it's enough for me. But there's a lot of women, though, who, especially when they get a certain age, who they'll be like, you know, I was married once before. You know, I, me and my husband broke up. You know what? If he can, if he can, you know, hit that, hit that spot right. He good. There's a lot of women like that. There's a lot of women like that, and there's a lot of women that's not going to settle for that. So it just depends on who he's talking to. Yeah, depends on who he's talking to. Now, the one that's going to go for that, more power to her, because I ain't got one. Hmm. Yeah. How big is that? <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious. That's the deciding factor. That's funny. Hey, Luke. Uh... But, but wait a minute. He can have the good peen, but who's to say I don't have the snapper? So why do I need them? I can have my choice. That's true. That is true. That mm. is definitely true. So, I mean, but that that adds to the uh, attraction, though, right? Is uh, that aspect? No, because really, a, a woman is not thinking sexual as soon as she meets a man, unless you just out there like that. Oh yeah, that's not the first thing on your mind. Yeah. 
She says, I'm thinking sexual. Hilarious. <laughs> so, I mean, Shannon, I know you're wholesome adjacent. Don't judge me. Judge your mama. How <laughs> did my mama get in this? Uh, but come on now. You do think of... You ain't that wholesome. That is a, a part of it. Let me tell you that they had a grown folks business, okay? All right, do you... <laughs> this sweet... You can be... If you're if you're good in bed, you can be way more of an asshole. Hmm. Why? Like, you could be over the asshole line. It's people that suck in bed and it's a complete donkey. Okay, yes. Wholesome and, and, and to be DSM hilarious. She is wholesome. I can't Look, say hilarious. I gotta grow business. Okay. okay. But let's just not act like that's not a thing. You get away with on more. On first date? Come on. No, now. no, I'm talking about in a relationship. You get away with way more if you hit the oh, pipe. You gotta eat oh, I mean, and I think there's some truth to that. But like I said, I think that pendulum is swings both ways. I think there are people who aren't good in bed and still feel like they can be an a-hole. He says, but I is mean, he saying being good in bed gives allowance to be an asshole? Yes, it does. No. But it doesn't. what I'm thinking is, is that people that aren't good in bed who may think they're good in bed mm-hmm. are that too. So it's not even, that may be a catchphrase, but it's not the exception. People, donkeys come in all shapes and sizes. I agree with that, but I'm saying that that you would you would if a guy sucks in bed, you're more likely for- not. You're probably not going to accept his asshole nature. Even if he is, you're not going to accept that. Yeah. You want somebody to be digmatized. Maybe not you, but most. Come on now. That that ain't, ain't a thing. That. that ain't a thing. I'm making this shit up. No, we not saying you is, but you talking to the wrong group of women. Yes. Like, there's like, always an exception. See, Stephanie keeps it real. No, we're, but we're not arguing that that's not a fact. What we're saying is, is that's not what we're going to do. That's like, right. I'm gonna call you out on it, and you might still give good head. Those, but you're not a hole about it. That's right. So while we it, I'm about to eat your last taco since you want to act like that. Thank but, you. But Shannon, no. You wouldn't, I mean, I know you're saying this because that's the right thing to say, but you wouldn't, you wouldn't give a guy somewhat a little pass if he's really good. This is why I'm single. No, I would not. Shannon, really? No, that's not, I'm sorry. Really? Because let me tell you, this, this is true. Dick can go a mile and pussy can go a marathon, so I'm sorry, no. You wouldn't give a guy a slight pass on some shit that you wouldn't give? No. You guys are that evolved? I'm are that evolved. I'm not putting up with that. I mean, you over there drinking hand sanitizer and Hennessy, and you <laughs> that evolved? Cut it out. I'm just Get saying, I, I don't think you... <laughs> Stephanie's telling the truth, I think, in the chat. You ain't... And not, and no I'm woman not, in I'm here has ever gave a good dick dude a pass. But everybody's entitled to their own truth. I'm not arguing that the head game can't be fired. But... I might let you get it, but I'm still going to call you out after you didn't got it. That don't mean you about to be an a-hole and then, oh, well, let me get some. No, 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 no. <laughs> be like, we gonna, 
this is how you call him out afterwards. It's like, please stop. Please stop. You were supposed to pick me up from the airport. Please, uh, next time. Oh, you be, be there. It's me up from the airport if I had the Uber or a taxi? Yeah, nah, he forgot. Bro. He forgot. Oh, no, no, no. no he no, got no. to go. He he's got like, to go. He's like, um, oh, was it today I was supposed to pick you up? <laughs> no. Was it, was it today that you just got your, your um, pink slip? Goodbye. <laughs> but then you're going you're gonna to miss the the penis. Then you're going to be like... Okay, so maybe I'm missing the whole story behind this, but I mean... Can a woman not orgasm by herself? Exactly. And when's the last time that you could turn in a dick and get money for it? Like, it's, it's not 24 karat gold. If he got good penis, there's somebody else with even better penis. Bye. I've had plenty of self-love, but it ain't it's the same. Not, Thank you. It's not the same, but you know what? I'm not about to be dealing with no foolishness just to say, oh, he didn't stroke it right tonight. Because you, but you do realize, okay, if he strokes it right, the next day you're gonna be at work happier. You're gonna have that smile on your face. Your friends are gonna be like, "Wow, you're just so much happier." True. But what if you got the got the snapper whopper? He's the one thinking all that. I mean, it could go either way. It does not have to be the penis. No, I admit it. Could it. Be the woman. I admit it, guys. We, you know. Guys, nose be wide open. Yeah, I agree. I'm not. Hey, I'm not in denial. (laughs) I'm not in denial. Whatever, Ken. Wars have been started over coochie. (laughs) So I don't think none of us guys would deny that we've made bad dick decisions. No, and no woman is denying that either. But the thing is, is do we want to accept that? No, the answer is no. You don't want to accept it, but but we can't act like it's not a real. That you would nobody isn't. It's just something that we both agree we're not willing to do right now. Okay. You, not... Are you with somebody right now, Kedra? No. Okay. My point exactly. But come on, Kedra. It does give you somewhat a somewhat of a benefit of doubt. No. So if he let's say he didn't come home till three a.m. and then come home said, where's my house? Yeah, and he, and I mean, like, let's say y'all would live together. And he didn't come home till 3 a.m. And then he's like, he gives you some BS excuse about uh, um, his, he had to take his grandma to basketball practice. He had to take his grandma to. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just making up some shit. He you, got to go because, number one, honesty I mean, is right key. Mm-hmm. If we don't have communication, if we don't have honesty, and we can't be grown adults and talk about things. You got to go anyway. I'm mm-hmm. not tolerating that. But you're not going to be like, I don't like it. You should have called, but next time. Hell no. You're just going to be, you're going to throw the dick out with the bathwater. Stop it. Bumble Clyde, you got to go. Because <laughs> you're going to want to believe his bullshit. No, I'm not going to want to believe his bullshit because you know why? I've been through too much bullshit in life, and that's not something I'm willing to accept at this point in my life. No, I'm not. He got to go. Oh, so, but in the past, that was a more of a thing. Would you say that? Maybe when I was young and you young We've already now. said that. You young we've, done, we've done this before. We don't want to do it anymore. That's you right. missed that whole conversation. Okay. So, so uh, can a guy be a great dick provider 
and also be a good dude. Does one cancel the other one out? <laughs> what is up with you in this great is, is this what the theory of the bag is about? Because I didn't, this is not how I was planning for this to go. <laughs> Does one cancel the other out? Can he be both? He can absolutely be both. Can yeah, a woman love and be a good woman? Yes. People can be multifaceted. We're not one dimensional. He'd he be laying in bed like, what you want, girl? Do you want great sex or do you want a good guy? <laughs> Let me tell you. I had a good guy and he had good sex, but guess what? Something else came in. He was cray cray. So mm. that cancels everything. It does. Mm. It does. Okay. So what do you think about the comment? And I posted this to my wall earlier today. People who were raised on love shouldn't date people who were raised on survival. Mm. Don't answer all at once. Go ahead, Kedra. Wow, that's that's deep. Uh, I think okay. naturally I was raised on love because I'm a poet and I still believe in love somewhere out there in the universe. Maybe you might be on another planet or something. But, <laughs> but um, dealing with a person that's raised on survival, that's a whole different set of circumstances and a whole different set of morals, I think, because they're not going to see a lot of things the same way that you're going to see them. And it's going to cause some type of conflict in the, in the aftermath of it. Yeah, like I didn't go ahead, Kim. No, I was gonna say I was definitely raised on love, and um, I think it shows by how awesome I am. But um, you know, I can you want to stigmatize women? (laughs) I've definitely, I've definitely, uh, I would definitely say that I'm a is having two loving parents who who always my dad always told me he loved me, you know. I was I'm the the youngest child, right? And uh I was a kid that they didn't expect to have, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh my uh, I'm the only kid my parents had together. They both have other kids. And um so my dad was at a different place. He was older. He was 45 when he had me. So he was at a different place, right? Mm-hmm. And um so they were able to my parents were able to do things that they didn't do with the other kids because they were in a different place. So I always knew I was loved. I had a lot of love from you know family and you know my godmother who just passed uh was was someone who always gave me love so i definitely understood a loving environment and i but then i've dated people you know and it took me a while when you're used to a certain thing and then you get in a relationship with someone who that's not their reality and they they come from a a kill or be killed type scenario like i had to fight my eight brothers for a sandwich you know like that kind of thing (laughs) It's like yeah, a big a difference. I had to that's learn because I'd be like, "Why are you acting like this? Why are you tripping like this?" And then I, I had to, you know, it's something as you get older, you, um, it, you get in a better place at kind of understanding of how that's it's different. The mentality it's they different have. mentality. You, you know, can't, you can't penetrate that. That yeah. mind is a powerful thing. I've had people tell me, like I've had women tell me, like, "You came from a, a such and such family, you know, and you had everything." I'm sitting there like, like. We wasn't rich. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like that. But it was just the fact that having a nuclear situation and all of that. And there was some resentment. I've experienced resentment from women who didn't experience that. And some friends, some male friends who, 
But you authentic saw, yeah. love is a currency that most people that would argue that can't cash in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there would be some resentment there. Um, not that it should be, but when you're coming from a healthy platform and they're not, they can't quite understand how that was okay for mm-hmm. you and celebrate what you had because they didn't have room and space for that in their own growing up. So I know some people who've never seen, like th- maybe their mother was a single mother and never seen their mother in a healthy relationship, you know, where every guy that she dated was like a absolute asshole, you know, don't even know what that looks like, you know, a, a loving relationship. Then there's some that come from a nuclear situation where mom and dad didn't get along, but they stayed together because of finances or because of the kids. And that was hell. Some people just don't need to be with each other, even if they have kids. So, mm-hmm. you know, you could do more d- harm staying together and raising them in a toxic environment. So, you know, absolutely. And the crazy thing is, so I don't know, has anyone ever experienced this where let's say you come from a a family that's tech close and and close knit and whatnot. And you bring someone that you're involved with around your family and they're just so kind of disconnected from it. Like, cause this is not, not their reality. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, they don't, they almost don't, they don't feel comfortable. You know, because, you know, you're hugging your uncles and your aunties and, you know what I'm saying, and all of that kind of stuff. And uh, it's just real love being passed around. Like, there's some people who've never, ha- their mother never hugged them. Their okay. mother, the most nurturing person in your life is supposed to be your mother, right? It's like, my supposed mother never to. hugged me. Supposed to. Right. That's the operative word. Right. Because everybody like, they know with the mother. But I mean, those are conversations that you mm-hmm. should be having pre going to family functions like that, because you want to not set anyone up for failure. And before I continue, I want to read what Maya wrote, because I don't want to not honor mm. what she said. Um, she said, I halfway agree, but some people raised on survival also are in want and need of love and being with someone who can share or show love with them helps them to learn to see life in a different way if they are open and willing to share that view. And I think that last part is probably optimal and key. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong, and with, that's why I posted what I posted. There's nothing wrong with someone who's raised on love being joined with someone who's raised on survival because, yes, they can both learn something from one another. It's all about communicating needs and setting yes. boundaries and having conversations and comprehending well and, and acting upon what you guys have discussed and agreed upon as a relationship moves and progresses so that you guys can feel safe. And then coming back to the <laughs> table, don't feel safe because at the end of the day, there's there's room and space where people just don't feel safe, even though they're in a safe environment, because That's it's not true. familiar with, which is what you mentioned, Kente. Sometimes people see it and it sounds good. It looks good. But they it. They've never had it. So they don't, they can't say it feels good because it's uncomfortable for them. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes you have to give people room to experience it and come to an acceptance of it on their own terms because you're used to it. That's a privilege you've had. And they have not had that privilege. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, shout out to Badges who's in the chat room um, as well. Badges. Yeah, it's been a minute, uh, Badges. Um, and, and real quick, this is a side note. Tomorrow night, we're going to be on at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern. Um, 
and uh, we'll be simulcasting here, but uh, mainly we'll be on um, uh, Facebook and um, uh, stream using StreamYard. Uh, we're doing a ladies' night of comedy, so uh, Danny Redwine will be on it. Uh, my good friend Dana, who we interviewed a couple of weeks ago, will be on it, as well as a comedian named Lady Day, and um, and uh, L.A. Wade is going to be on there as a as a guest co-host for my What's Good with Kente show. So if you guys like women who are funny, step you know come right in. I know you all know uh, Danny Redwine. Uh, it's going to be 6 p.m. Pacific time, which is California time, 9 p.m. Eastern, right here. So uh, check it out and support these young ladies. We're going; it's going to be funny. So we're going to be talking about all kind of stuff. So, well, uh, why are you talking? You want to shout out the people in the room? Yeah, you want to do it or you want me to? I I'll, while you're talking. Okay, go ahead. I can't see the comments. Uh, uh, oh, you're on the well, phone. Be- you got to swipe left. I think it is right. Swipe left. Oh, I'm on the iPad. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So since Jose doesn't listen, I'll just go ahead and do it because I said you could do it since you were talking. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I'm going to get some more At least in the get in the get vocal chat room because I don't know who's on the Facebook chat. I'll, I'll do Facebook. Um, but Badges, Marisol, Andre, Bobby, Seth, Ala, Maya, and Raquel. Thank you for staying with us. Thank you, thank you. Uh, in uh, Facebook, I see Sam is here. Uh, Melissa is here. Melvin Lars is here as well. If you guys want to join us, I put the... Uh, uh, oh, and Curtis Brooks is here as well. If, if they want to join us in the Get Vocal Chat, I have it posted uh, in the um, pinup. Uh, so, um, and I know there's some more people I can't see, but um, thank you for being here. Okay, so we're talking about securing the bag, right? Mm-hmm. And I guess it depends on how you want to define it, right? The The way that people talk about securing the bag, especially when it comes to relationship, is you find you a partner who can, with your combination with them, uh, can take you to another economic plateau, right? Um, that's one way of securing the bag, right? So women out there, you know, you find you a, a, a good professional man. Maybe he's a doctor, a lawyer, a investment banker, NBA player uh, or whatever, you know, and that's the guy that you settle down with. That's like it's cowboy hilarious um, that um, that that's securing the bag. Right. But here's the thing, though, about that is. Just because somebody got money don't mean they're a great catch. That's right. And a lot of times, guys who are very successful, they kind of want a woman for, like, a window dressing, right? It's like, okay, if I'm this businessman and I want to be a CEO, right? You notice CEOs are almost never single, right? And part of the CEO thing is that you have a wife and family, and because that that screams um, stability, right? So like, like, um, like presidents always have a wife, right? I mean, would you? I mean, a, a single person running for president, you'd be like, why isn't he? Was he single? Corey is Booker? he? Right, 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 right. He had to, he had to, uh, he had to coerce uh, Rosaria Dawson to mess with him so he wouldn't look, you know, 
Uh, Raquel knows what I'm talking about. Uh, Our current president has a wife, and he ain't worth a hill of beans. No, I'm just saying, though. But I'm just saying, though, that's part of it is, like, if you are, if you want to be known as a man who's of stability, who, you know, serious, you want to have you a wife, for sure. Uh, Right? Yeah, that's how you business i mean they want to sit at the table and find out if you are with someone absolutely right and then i always talk about this what's up melvin in the chat is one of the reasons why black people messed with obama because remember at first black people were skeptical about him we thought he was all right it was like then we got to know michelle and then we was like oh she a real sister like you know what i'm saying like people started people change when they really starting to see michelle michelle did a lot for Obama as far as the way that a lot of black people saw him. when they saw that she he helped him get elected. Definitely. That's a hundred percent. We wouldn't have, if he had like a, a, if he didn't have that wife, you know, specific her, yeah, um, not, not even just that. It's just, if she was real ratchet or she was, you know, we'd be like, like it, it questions. Huh? Have we ever had a ratchet first lady? No, no, not at all. But he wasn't, she wasn't first lady yet. So, but, but I'm just saying though, like you, would you have, you wouldn't have rocked with him. Right. So, so a guy with money and status, he may look at a Kedra or a Shannon as, you know what? She'll look good on my arm. You know, I'll have some little nappy headed kids. You know, and, and, you know, they'll make sure that they, they're well-groomed and educated and, you know, it'll look good, you know, having these, these women as my wife and, uh, you know, I'm still cheating, you know, I'm still gonna have the mistresses and, and whatnot. But when I go to the red carpet event, you know, I have these real polished women on my side and it'll make me look stable and, and whatnot. That he can get a Michelle, but we can't get an Obama. Why? Why do you got to be a cheat? No, I'm just okay. saying. I'm no. I'm saying the mentality of some guys who, who are, uh, who have status. So, a lot of times people just look at the status, right? It's like he's a doctor. You know, he's a doctor. So you came up, but you know, if he's, you know, if he's, if he's an idiot, and he treats you poorly. It doesn't matter what he kind of money he got. Your ass behind but closed that, doors. But that's also people's not doing their due diligence. Case in point, what did um? That's funny, Raquel. Son, say, my my mother, shout out to Paula, was somebody before Denzel became who he was. She made more money than him. Mm-hmm. Successful before him, right? So just because you're the one that's in the limelight. Maybe she de- deferred her dream or merged her dream with yours, mm-hmm. so that rock hard. Like we got to be purposed and passionate in these plans with one another if we're gonna do this thing called life together. Mm-hmm. I mean, Michelle Obama could have stayed and been uh, a lawyer somewhere, making all kinds of coins, mm-hmm. but she got aligned with you know what Barack wanted to do. <laughs> That part, Stephanie, look, and your comment, orange panty stain will go down in history for Hilarious. the rest of my duration of living because that's the most if, great Tedra, you're at the bar or wherever it is that you go to have fun, supper club, 
whatever. Poetry club. Poetry club. Open and mic night. When a guy tells you what he does for a living, your ears are perk up, right? You want to know what he's doing, right? It depends. It depends. I mean, that's his money. I can't be counting his coin. That part. But if so. the guy if the guy works at Chipotle, I mean, can you bring a bowl home every night? If he works at a Chipotle versus he owns four franchises of Chipotle, is a big I difference. Mean, that's, <laughs> his, that's his goal, but you, that's where you need to start having conversations. Is that all you want to do is work at Chipotle? Because just because that's where you're standing on right now, I mean, as long as you're standing on solid ground and you can pay your bills, we can still have a conversation. But if that's all you want to do, that's a different story. Might not be the guy for me. If you work, right. if, if you work at Chipotle and you want to date Shannon, you better be slanging. No, slanging it, slanging it. Be one. <laughs> yourself. Like, I didn't come into my job just wanting to be an advocate. I wanted to manage something. I wanted to do some character development, some professional development within the entity in which I was working. And so there has to be some level of growth. Now, if you are at a cap already and you can't go no higher or you don't desire, because some people don't want to manage too much is given is required. But at the end of the day, I still need to know that that's where you're going and that is going to prepare you to rear a family, provide for a household, take care of ill parents in the event that they do get ill. Like, I need to know that your salary or your hustle, because, you know, it's nothing wrong with having 18 wheels of income, you know, mm-hmm. knowing that those things can get you where you need to go. If all you're planning for is today, I don't think we're going to make it. We we not going to make it, boo. It's not going to happen. That's all I'm saying. My, my favorite is the guy who's like 50, but he, he he's 50 peddling a mixtape. You know, <laughs> it's like... He better go somewhere. <laughs> I'm going to make it, man. I'm going to be the next Jay-Z. And then the oh, argument you is... You missed that mark. And the, the oh, argument is, Jay-Z yeah. still doing it at 50 and, uh, and Ice-T? I'm like, but they started at I'm 14. Not gonna, I'm not going to demean anybody's dream, but this has got to be a level of realistic to it, okay? Yep. You're not going to be 50 and be the next Jay-Z. It's just not going to happen. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm dashing your dreams. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, Stephanie, hilarious. That's so true. I mean, it's but you know what? I don't blame, especially, it's one thing when you're in your 20s. But once you get past 35, if you're a woman, you got to, he's working at Chipotle. I, I can understand why a woman's like questioning, you know, you know, he could be the greatest guy ever. Just sweet, remembers your birthday, uh, you know, reads you poetry that he wrote himself and all of that. But are you really going to mess with the guy? If he don't have no other goals, no. Uh, well, you know, he, uh, he he's trying to get to be that, that manager spot. How long does it take him to get manager? I don't know. How long does it take? My son, 23, he manager at uh, Chick-fil-A, so I mean, that should be easy. Mm. So my friend yeah. left her husband because he has been a teacher for, teacher's aide for 10 years, and he takes home 600 every two weeks. Oh, wow. So. They don't have no drive. But see, that also depends on if you have a woman that doesn't have any drive. So it's, there's somebody for everybody, and there's somebody out there willing to accept that, but they just got to find that somebody. But, 
I don't think women have the same pressure when it comes to relationships. Though, what's up, Angela? Uh, like, a guy's not gonna break up with Shannon because uh, you know she she works at Barnes and Noble. You don't have that I same think. pressure. That's more and on the I men. Not fearing, like, too bad. I think it all boils down to are you matched well? Because I don't want somebody to be in my life who doesn't want me to challenge myself. Exactly. You know, you know that's not the highest uh, depth of my capacity. Like, yeah, I may find that I enjoy working at a Barnes and Noble, but if my ultimate goal is to be a motivational speaker, what are we doing to do that to get there? To make that happen, because you can only do so much motivational speaking while you checking out people. Look, women, you can get away with, um, you know, making sure there's grits every morning. If that's his thing, and coffee, right? You don't have the pressure of, you know, um, I got to do something that's on a certain level because I'm a certain age to be with this guy. Um, the only way is if y'all are struggling financially and he needs the relationship needs you to do that. So yeah, he says she says it right. Men focus on acts of service. So and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But right. most women are single and making more money, owning more businesses, having more degrees. So it's not even an issue of she doesn't have to. Most women already have. We just want to, us men. We only we want to feel taken care of. That is perfectly well said. Well, go find you a sugar mama to do that. No, no, I'm not talking about financially. I'm talking about... No, I'm talking about... if I'm talking about like this. If I am sick, not with COVID-19, I'm talking about like just, you know, you know, regular sick. Regular sick. Kedra, he... We love that shit when you're like feeling on her forehead. You put the uh, thermometer... Uh, you know, you make you make some soup that your grandma taught you how to make. As a woman, a hot toddy. I had a boyfriend, and he was sick. And he lived all the way across town. I made him soup. I came and took care of him because you know what? I cared about him, and that relationship was built on that. So that's not a problem. We love that shit. What guy doesn't like that? Press one if you want your woman to make you soup when you're sick. <laughs> See. Yeah, we love that shit. That's the shit we love. Real men of substance, that's what we want from our women. He can make his own soup. No, I want my woman to make me soup. I I'm want eat it to you too, boo. Here you go, baby. Here and I'll and then you. also also <laughs> uh you like the I like women that know shit, right? Like so I like the woman that knows like, you know, uh what drugs you're supposed to take when you're not feeling well. <laughs> you know, uh you know what I'm saying? I like that. You know that this you know that's I like women with women skills, with wife skills, with mom skills. You know? I want her to know more shit than I do. I know a lot. But I you know there's nothing wrong with that. And you're from and you're from the Midwest and you're from the South. That's supposed to be the epicenter of women that know shit. Not submissive. Wait a minute. Hold up. Yeah. I'm from the South. Mm-hmm. But I'm a Caribbean race person. Oh, that's double. So, but I don't have that mindset. I'm gonna do what I want to do in the way I want to do it because that doesn't mean that I have to follow the way that I was raised. I'm gonna give if he deserves to give. You know what I'm saying? If we're in a relationship, 
no problem me coming if you're sick taking care of you blah 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 but the moment you try to act brand new and you take it for granted it's done you should i agree with that I, I definitely agree with that. Um, the black community saw a balance in Michelle. So, yeah. And um, also, uh, he said women's skills. Yeah, that's right. I said women's skills. I said it. Women's skills. You know, you from Nebraska. You supposed to know this shit, Shannon. Nebraska. Yes, that's the epicenter of of uh, hot toddies and um, and all of that stuff. <laughs> Listen, Toucan fam. <laughs> okay. I feel like if if you're dating a woman from Nebraska, and you're not, you're feeling under the weather, you should feel real confident that she's gonna nurse you back to health because she's from Nebraska. That's where they train. They literally train these girls at a young age. I'm from L.A. Okay, L.A. These women don't know nothing out here. That's why we important women from the South and the Midwest out here. They know how to get that plastic surgery. Right. Right. So I'm just saying, you want a guy with men's skills? I want a good human being. You, you want a guy that... I want loyalty. I want we have, this, we have this conversation all the time, so we're always going to disagree, agree to disagree. It's not a matter of what I want in terms of traditional roles as you know i'm not you so we are always going to differ on this but at the end of the day i want somebody who i can communicate effectively with about what makes sense for our relationship so that we can comprehend how to get our needs met in the relationship whatever that looks like because like dre said he can make his own soup and he may make better soup than me I like a man that can cook. I like to I'm eat, a, so you better know how to cook. I'm if a five-star chef. I'm a five-star chef. I've made soup. I actually got a video I haven't posted yet of me making this bomb-ass soup, right? <laughs> so I can do it, but I I definitely want my woman to know how to do this stuff. You want, you want there's a certain nothing, type of There's nothing wrong with that. You may also want her to, you know, slob on your knob like one on the cob, and that's fine. But at the end of the day... If they don't do it just so, because you did say mommy skills, so some men do compare their woman to their mama. No, not me. So don't make her macaroni and cheese like your mama. Y'all wouldn't be getting offended talking about. Mm, I'd rather you not cook that. No, no, not at all. Not at all. I'm not talking about you. But there are uh, quite a few men in the world who do follow practice. And just like women who may want their man to be like they daddy, you know, the luxury of conversation <laughs> is afforded to many. You got to choose whether or not you're going to talk about the things that are going to help your relationship thrive. She says, uh, I want a man make soup, cook. freeze it, yeah, and then she can heat it up for you. Hilarious. And, and, oh, and by the way, too, just as a side note, is making soup is not getting Campbell's or chunky soup. That no, of course not. That is a gr- that is a divorce right there. That feels with sodium water. Add some bouillon cubes. Get your stock flowing. Drain the vegetables because they ain't gonna be worth nothing once you get your stock ready. Mm-hmm. Put your little bay leaf in there. Start adding your diced chicken or whatever 
soup you're trying to make. I mean, let it simmer. Sometimes you just need to make a broth. It depends on what type of sick he is. Because he might just need to drink something, eat a zest to have a ginger ale and watch his little daytime television. But some of y'all are really dramatic when y'all sick. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I do. But check this out, though. If my, but check this out. If my wife or my girlfriend is sick, I'm taking care of her, too. I mean, it's a mutual thing. So okay. I, she, I'm taking care of her. I'm uh, I'm uh, taking her temperature. and I, You babying her. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Maybe in her hand. Ordering soup plan. does not count, uh, Raquel, to my ordering soup. I could do that. Purchases while you no Postmates. Her. No Postmates soup. I'm progressive. I like to eat out. We can get a chef. If she wants to cook or not, it's not a big deal. That's not... I, I don't know, man. Especially if you're shopping in the South or the Midwest, right? You kind of... That's supposed to come with the, the model, though. Don't, don't you think? Not necessarily. No. Y'all some I new. Mean, Y'all new. No, no, no. It has nothing to do with it. At the end of the day, you're making assumptions or generalizations about people that you shouldn't. That's why I said communication is of the utmost. Because you have to be able... Because some people are attracted to a pretty face and they don't realize until after they didn't, you know, fell in love into this pretty face or this beautiful man with all these coins that he can't fold. He don't know how to make a. He don't know how to tie a tie. She don't know how to make a five course meal when you inviting people over so you can impress your boss. Like if y'all aren't having these conversations, but the sex is good, that's on you. The onus yep. is on you because at the end of the day, if I'm going to be with you, Kente, I'm going to have a conversation about. Well, these are the things that I bring to the table. I can, you know, sew. I can knit. I can. You know, I like to iron my sheets. Oh, you know, nice. Because you want to have with Sounds people. like a good yeah. wife right there. Already. I used to be a nanny. Cut it out. No, I'm just and, saying. That's a that, that's good. What if he but wants... But if you're not having these conversations, or you might need to say, I order a mean takeout. I order a mean. And I might need to show you all the menus I have in my drawer. Because that's what really matters. Having those real conversations. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I need my wife to be able to cook and not just order a mean takeout. You might want to be like, baby, let's take a cooking class together. Or since you got that five-star chef capability in the kitchen and the bedroom, you can show her how it's done in both areas. And then y'all can go on and impress your boss next weekend at the dinner party. <laughs> but if you're not having those conversations and we just showing up, like I said, because folks look good. Oh, I, I have those conversations in the very beginning. For failure, I have those conversations. Expectations don't make relationships work. You no, they don't. So clear about what it is you are mm-hmm. looking for, who you are, and how this is gonna make it work. Because that's the goal to make it work, right? But the reason why I brought it up, though, really, though, is and 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 my thing is, you shouldn't expect anything if you're not willing to give as well. So I'm not saying that a, a guy should expect all this stuff and he ain't he don't do shit you know what i'm saying right. like and no woman should mm-hmm. be with a man that you know you just give 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 so i really believe it's a mutual thing so i'm not saying it's Definitely. just i'm not saying that it's like i'm you know i'm julius caesar or something and i'm just sitting back you feeding me grapes you know what i'm saying yeah because you want to digmatize or make feed me them grapes baby actually that sounds pretty cool but uh no uh <laughs> no I'm, I'm i'm only serious uh but um <laughs> no but 
I, I going back to a guy who has means and what he's looking for, right? And you have to decide also like I hate this idea that men and women do sometimes is where it's like insert man, woman here. So it's like this. A lot women do this too, right? Where it's like, okay, I got the job. I have the, you know, I have the little Mercedes. Remember back then all the sisters had Mercedes back in the day. That was like a thing. Uh, you know, I have the, you know, this, that, and the third. All I need to do is add man here and I'm set and they want this specific dude that fits a certain mold and their picture is is set some women just want the wedding so it's like they'll I've I know women who've married guys and that shit and then they got a divorce soon after and they said you know what I wanted was I just wanted the wedding and I got it. You know, I got the wedding. I have the photos and the memories. I'm like, but you you divorced him like two months later. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, that's crazy. Yeah, she got some head problems. Right. So, um, so a lot of guys. Now let's get to the guys, right? Is, you know, I'm successful. I'm, you know, so-and-so, whatever. You know, I have, you know, this position that whatever. So all I need is, you know, I just need Kedra will complete the puzzle. Shannon will complete the puzzle or any woman will complete this puzzle. And that's what your job is to do, woman, is to, uh, (laughs) you know, complete this puzzle. And I got everything lined up and all of that. But let me tell you, I had a boyfriend as a doctor. Mm -hmm. Very smart, very brilliant. And the things that he wanted were not the same things that I wanted. Mm. And we had these conversations. And so at the end of the day, you know, I get that, oh my God, but he's a doctor. Why don't you be with him? It doesn't matter if he was the president of the United States. If we don't have want the same goals at the end of the day, That's it's not right. going to work. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, Angela Marie said it's a checklist. Checklist life. You know, we're not items to be put onto someone's to-do list. You know, everyone's idea of what the American dream is like um, for them is sometimes summed up in a to-do list. It's like, you know, get that MBA, secure that, you know, top uh, VP position in a Fortune 500 company, you know, get me a a Tesla and have a wife and 2.5 kids and a picket fence. Like, those are check-off items. But you aren't actually engaging what that process looks like, the work that's invested to make that work. I mean, some people are so book smart that they're not relational smart or they're not relational savvy or they don't know how they can, you know, solve Pythagorean's theorem. They can cure the world of homelessness. But when it comes to being engaged in a relationship, they, they suck. Mm-hmm. And so until you engage yourself wholly and fully for yourself, by yourself, and then with another person, mm-hmm. you're, just, you're just living in a fantasy world. I mean, and there's nothing wrong with having those things in mind because it helps you achieve goals. But if all you're doing it for is just to check it off a list, what's the satisfaction in that? 
you also have guys that look they get married because they want uh a coochie resource so oh my. so basically it's like you marry a woman because then you're like oh okay i've i've secured you know uh frequent coochie so i've heard guys say that so you got to be careful you don't know what are you are what are you feeling fulfilling for that person they're never gonna tell you that not at all which i think is silly because getting married to have sex sounds silly yes some people want it like that but usually doesn't it decrease in most marriages because i have a friend who's been married for a very long time and she said her and her husband get it in every day and mm. they still get it every day and they got the children to prove it too because <laughs> mm. they've got quite a few but um, I got a friend she told me they've been married for 20 years and her and her husband are still like bunny rabbits really She's getting it on oh yeah they keep it romance they don't they don't exhort the possibilities they, they keep it going they rekindle that flame you know that's great because I've heard a lot of the other way where it's like Man, I married this girl, and man, I I'm with my girlfriend Pamela. Stupid. So a lot of women lose their um, mojo after childbirth too. That's not true. No, that is that's a real thing. It's not some women. I didn't say every woman. I said there's a lot of women that go through that. Yeah, like some people they go through um, postpartum depression. That's true. So then you have to think about that. That's a mental thing. Right. I mean, but it happens, though. It does happen. Yeah, it does. Women go through postpartum depression, and that's that's some real stuff. Mm-hmm. But that's a whole other subject. And it, I mean, and if they don't keep it, I mean, it's, it's a phase that they go through. But yet, and still, it's a very dramatic thing. Mm-hmm. And there's some, there's, some, there's some layers to that, too, because nothing changes for the woman in the process of her having a child. I mean, for the most part. She still cleans, she still cooks, she still works mm-hmm. And so now she is postpartum attached to that. And he's just coming home and doing what he's normally done, which may or may not be a whole lot of anything besides being the breadwinner. And because, you know, even like on the Black Love documentary, they had this conversation life after children. How about you come home and you put the clothes away that I washed today, or you wash the dishes and make sure the kids have their bath so that mm-hmm. if you want me to be steamy and romantic with you and lay down, all of the good goods so you can bust it wide open. We gotta have to have some shared responsibilities because by the time I get done cleaning up the kids' toys, giving them a bath, putting them to bed, reading their third book, and you know, making sure that your dinner is hot and not just sitting on the table. Um, when you get home from work, like there's gotta be some shared experience, some shared effort. Otherwise I'm just gonna be like, Well I rolled over. Get in what you need to get in so I can roll back over and go to sleep. See, like that was the conversation on and, and it's real because people aren't having these conversations with each other. Like, honey, I'm tired. But if you want to help decrease my lack of energy, you can come home and do some housework. And if you come home, that, wait, you I just was working for eight hours. How am I gonna work and get more? I just got home from work. You, you want the whip tonight, you're gonna find some time to do what you need to do. But that's that's why I said there has to be some, some level of agreement. There has to be some level of understanding. 
Because if she's just giving, 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 and she's the only resource, it's not gonna work. And the woman isn't working, wasn't working. No, she's not working. No. It is gonna be to the detriment, or maybe she is working. Because I'm not saying that she isn't working, but what I'm saying is her responsibilities rarely change once she has kids. So she may work a full time job, get the kids from school, come home yeah. and get them, help them with their homework, prepare the dinner, you know, give them their baths, nurse the baby, you know whatever the case may be, and he come home, pat her on the butt, smack the kids on the head, tell them, hey, I love you, grab a beer and go sit down and watch Sports Center, and expect his dinner to be brought to him, nothing wrong with that, because I believe you speak to the king of him, you know he speaks to the queen of you, but that has to be a conversation, not a monologue, because if I'm the only one talking in this marriage, I mean, it's a wrap. That's why we. That's why you hire Miss Zimbabwe. No, that's not why we hire Miss Zimbabwe. Miss Zimbabwe is uh, my code for that hot uh, nanny that comes and takes the load off. You know. No, you come and help with the load. (laughs) Yeah, she's gonna help with the load (laughs) for sure. That's that's where and there's nothing. Shout out to people who do hold who do hire housekeepers and maids and nannies and au pairs and all those things because there's absolutely nothing wrong with that if that's what works for your family. However, there still has to be conversation about how we are going to keep our romance alive, how we are going, because sometimes, and they said this too, sometimes in the reality of it all, we might need to schedule some nookie nookie. That's right. Some date nights. I mean, yeah, there's some spontaneity because we all love that. But sometimes you're going to have to be intentional now that we have kids. Or say your parent is ill and now they've moved into our home and you are a mama's boy and you just love spending time with your mama. So you may go and hang out with her and she got you playing bed with us at the kitchen table. And I didn't put the kids down and I'm about to go get in the bed. It's not that I wasn't planning to give you some, but the day's been long. And if you take too long, I might be asleep. That's so funny. That'd be so weird, though, for Alexa to remind us to have sex. I mean, Alexa ain't got to remind you, but I might be sending you a text while you at the office at 445 with a suggestive picture talking about, I can't wait till the kids get down tonight so we can get down tonight. She's like, time, she says, she'll be like, uh, time for Nookie. Sam says, sup with these horrible examples. It's 2020, not 1950. I don't want a, hold on a second. I don't want a traditional marriage with these values. I'm progressive. And I will get us a nanny, a housekeeper, et cetera. I don't want to live like my grandparents. Um, Okay, Sam, you a little extra today, okay? Well, that was me reading it like that. Well, for some people that works, and Sam, that's not a catch-all for everyone. Some people want to live like their grandparents. I know my grandparents are 93 and 92, and they are still married. And they, my grandmother, to this day, because I talk to her every week, and when she has on her hearing aid, it's even more hilarious. But she will say, I got to get dad's dinner on the table. And I ask her, well, what are you cooking a grandpa today? And she'll say she's made him a meal or what he's asking for. And you know, my grandfather, when he's in the mood, will go down the street, pull the apples off the tree, cut them up, and she'll bake a pie. So there is nothing wrong with wanting that model to emulate. 
when you said when it worked better. When you said when my grandfather's in the mood, he goes down the street. I was like, where's this story going? They don't have an apple tree in their yard. Right, right. But I've seen with buckets of apples, and I'm like, who's I didn't think you were gonna say apples for a minute. I was like, oh wow, he's doing real good in '93. Well, sit down somewhere. Let me tell you. Especially with COVID running the streets. Sit down somewhere. Shout <laughs> out to my grandparents. But yeah, there's nothing wrong with seeing, because I didn't grow up with ideal role models in marriage, per se. But I can respect the beauty in my grandparents' marriage now that I'm almost 40, because there's something to honor in that, that they're still together. You know, she still honors and reverences him as her husband. And it's not a, I run the house, you do what I say. That is an extension of her love for him. And I think it's beautiful. I think Because so, so. that's what's made their relationship work. Their ebb and flow is effortless. I think so. Now, has it always been easy? Absolutely not. They got six knuckleheads for children, and I've already buried half of them, my dad included. Mm. But the point of that is, is that you're going to go through some things in your marriage. They're mm-hmm. either going to break you or I'll they're going to you. build you. And that's the beauty of it. Are you willing to build with someone? Are you willing to grow with someone? That's Are you it. Engage that's someone and have a give and take. Relationships should never be you get 50, I get 50 because we're whole people. I'm bringing 100 to the table. And the days that I'm not at my optimal best, you still got me. And I still got you when you're not at your optimal best. So today I may not cook the dinner meal. You might need to order takeout and bring it home because your kids then drove me crazy. And because you did think about bringing home takeout instead of making me cook tonight, I'm going to lay you out once we put the kids down and we both going to sleep real good at night. I still want my Don't make that face. I still want my suit. Well, go get you some, bruh. Go find your boo to make your soup. <laughs> y'all don't, y'all don't make no soup anymore. All right. So what we're what we're gonna do is uh, we're gonna say uh, we're gonna close the show out, but we're gonna keep it going. Um, so this is just to to close off the recording. So, uh, but we're we're still here. We're gonna still be on Facebook, and we're still gonna be on Get Vocal. So, Kedra, how can we get you in social media and all that good stuff? Kedra L. Curry Quintana and Kedra C on Instagram. Alright. We gotta get you back on soon. And you're doing you're starting to do your own streaming as well. So uh we wanna definitely be able to check you out. How can we check you out there to see your when you start streaming? I don't have no streaming. I, I just said live the other day. That's it. Oh, oh, okay. I thought that was like a uh, I thought you said that was gonna be a a recurring thing. Oh no! I said later on I'm gonna do a health and fitness thing because I'm, you know, I've lost 20 pounds so far. Nice. And thank you. I changed the way that I eat, and that was the main thing, my diet. Because I was going to the gym and everything, I wasn't losing like I needed to. But once I changed my diet and my lifestyle and how I view food, then everything changed. Mm. All right. So Shannon, how can we get you in social media and all that beautiful stuff? Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Shannon Ford, like the president, hyphen Jefferson, like the president. 
All right. You can get me at Kente F on Twitter, Kente Ferguson on Instagram, and then you can get me at IndieRadio.org. That's I-N-D-Y Radio.org.